Hello, and welcome to the Fan Fiction Book Club podcast, a weekly podcast that explores the good, the bad, and the cringy of fan fiction, hosted by me, Ollie, and my lovely co-host, SG. Hey! Poppy. Hi. And he's Dan. Hello. Every month, we scour the internet to bring you four different fanfic reads, and our theme this month is Football RPF. Check out our website at fanfictionbookclub.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fanfictionados for the full line of the stories for the month and to connect with us on the web. Uh, the fanfic we are discussing this week is To the Man Who Let Her Go by Why Do I Write on Archive of Our Own. Um, this was written in February of this year, and word count is about a little over 9,000 words. Um, tags are lesbian relationship, established relationship, surprise lens, Portland thorns, baby on the way, gender reveal, fluff. Um, And then the characters were just Kelly O'Hara, Lindsay Horan, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Emily Sonnet. And this fic was not rated, though it's very... It's very PG. Very Hmm. PG. Uh, Let's see. So author's summary. But every once in a while, on a quiet morning like this, when her sleeping beauty is so content by her side, She can't stop thinking of him, of how this, all of this, could have been his life if he hadn't let her go. All right, so to kind of break down this story, um, there's two chapters. um, And again, main characters in this is Kelly O'Hara and Lindsay Horan. Um, They are two American soccer players on the... Portland Thorns team and the story is written uh, from Kelly's point of view and it starts like in the present uh, when both of the women are just sleeping in bed Um, they're laying down and Kelly is awake and her significant other I think wife um, is Lindsay and she's sleeping and Kelly is just lying awake reminiscing over the events that have led to the couple to where they are for today. The first chapter, I feel like, is very much the fluff of the story. Um, It's just really Kelly going over her love for Lindsay. Um, And it goes on just like a a retelling of how the relationship went from point A, uh, the two being teammates on the same team, uh, to point B of where they are now married. And so I feel like the first whole chapter is just a really long, like, ode of Kelly just being so grateful to Lindsay's ex, who um, is a man because she was in a straight relationship for a long time. Um, and Kelly is just so thankful that they broke up um, and that then led to the two, Lindsay and Kelly, getting together and falling in love 
Um, and without him uh, and their failed relationship, the two would just never have gone together. Yeah, and, and for the longest time, Kelly was just forced to hold in her feelings for her teammate because she didn't think it was like her place to step in in her friend's uh, failing relationship and break them apart solely so that she could get closer to Lindsay. I think it, her teammates all kind of saw it before she did that Kelly was really liking Lindsay and all her teammates were like, you guys like each other. Um, but Kelly was just like, oh, haha, no. But then she was starting to see like um, Lindsay in a different light sort of as soon as she saw that her relationship with her boyfriend at the time was kind of on the rocks. So <laughs> now moving on to chapter two, not much happened in chapter one. Um, oh, but at the very end of the chap of chapter one, Kelly does reveal that she is pregnant and uh, insinuates that she will be surprising Lindsay with that news in the next chapter. Um, and the next chapter, chapter two, because there's only two chapters, um, it's a lot longer in like terms of word count, but there is a lot more dialogue than what was in chapter one. I think there was like maybe two lines of dialogue. Um, and it's really much like a like an extended scene of Kelly just telling her wife that she's going to be a mother and um, doing the grand baby reveal. Uh, so t Kelly tells Lindsay that she's pregnant and the two had been trying to get pregnant for quite some time uh, via IVF. And they weren't having any success, and IVF is pretty expensive, so they were just putting it on a hold uh, for a while. But Kelly wanted to just do it one more time, and she didn't tell Lindsay. She just went in and did one more treatment, and then she did find out that she was pregnant. But she was nervous about telling Lindsay because there's always the risk of losing a baby in like the first, I don't know how long the tri trimester is. But she waited for 15 weeks before she was ready to tell uh, Lindsay that she was pregnant. Um, so she does it in like a grand way. They're at the Portland team field base, not arena, football field, soccer field. Um, and she does it with all her teammates there. She tells her that she is pregnant and Kelly's kind of, you know, Lindsay, Lindsay's kind of surprised for, you know, understandably and a little bit angry because it, she didn't, because Kelly didn't tell her right away that she was pregnant, that she had went in for one more treatment and waited 15 weeks before telling her that she was pregnant. Um, and then with all their teammates there, they did the grand gender reveal. They had little balloons and you're supposed to kick the ball. I think they pinned it to the goal. Lee thing. The goal? <laughs> the goal is it? I don't know if there's a special name for it. They, they pinned it to the goal thing, poles. <laughs> and uh, they, they kicked the ball and it hit the balloon and the correct one would pop and powder of 
the gender, blue or pink, would uh, reveal the colors of the baby. And poof, it was blue, and they were The crying. colors of the baby. The color of, no. The color <laughs> of gender. You're of gonna have a blue baby. baby. <laughs> You're gonna have an avatar. It's a smurf. Um, blue dava dee dava da. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so that happened, and uh, the story's about to end, and they have like this kind of closing scene of the two women. They go to a flower shop, and uh, Kelly, or no, Lindsay wanted to buy Kelly flowers. Um, and then Kelly was like, she did, she, she said she didn't want to be taken care of. And Lindsay was just kind of like, what, what do you mean you don't want to get taken care of? We're like equals in this relationship and we should be taking care of both of each other. Um, which I thought was an interesting, you know, they've been married for, I don't know if it actually goes on how long they've been married for now, but Kelly still has this, like, feeling that, like, because Lindsay, no, yeah, because Lindsay was in a straight relationship that she had to kind of fall into, like, I wouldn't say, like, man's role, but, like, the caretaker role um, of the relationship, and Lindsay was, like, quick to put her into place and be like, hey, we're, we're equals in this relationship, you don't need to be taking care of me, we should be taking care of each other um, equally. Um, which is really sweet. Um, and it kind of ends on that note. And Lindsay buys her baby mama flowers. And, um, the clerk kind of gave them a weird look, but they're like, whatever. And they go off on their merry way, happy, pregnant, and in love. Aww. It's cute. Yeah. It's real cute. I feel like this is kind of like the opposite of Tristan's story in like <laughs> the terms like one, two women, but like two, they are like nothing really happens, but like it it was just like two things happened, but it happened very quickly. If that makes sense. No, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's different in that you you get a real deep dive into uh, Kelly's thought process. Yeah, compared to what we like, got from Gary in the previous story that we read last week for T Stan's pick. Yeah, there's a lot of feelings and like inner monologue going on mm-hmm. of like understanding where Kelly was coming from. Yeah, and I and I think. Having that grounded made me more invested in her as a character. So what did you guys think of the story? I liked it. Um, I thought it was really cute. Um, uh, I said this, uh, for those of you who are unaware, we lost our, uh, we tried recording this. um, Wow, Poppy. And then. Call me out. But, well, <laughs> uh, we tried recording this episode and then SG's hard drive crashed and to no fault of her own. Uh, but so we're re-recording this the episode. Um, but I said this last time, uh, I love it when women. So yeah. 
like Same. that's I think why I enjoyed this fan fiction more. Um, like I just I I was able to connect more with the characters. Um, and like I thought that the first chapter was long winded. Um, like there was too much. I like too much of um like thanking the guy that Lindsay was in the straight passing relationship with before um and that could have been condensed down to like two paragraphs <laughs> and then we could have gone on to the 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 everything I think this story should have been a one shot I think so too yeah yeah. I think it totally could have been a one shot with just like a time break put in. Yeah. Between her like inner monologue and stuff. Cause you're right. Like in that first part, she talked a lot about how this other guy allowed them to come together, become a couple. She was able yeah. to slide in there and uh, develop a relationship with Lindsay that blossomed into something more than friendship and do a romance um well also i don't know if it was like negligence on his part i think he gave her like an ultimatum of like it's me or your career which is um let her have you can let her have her career well no i'm not saying it was like a bad thing i mean like you shouldn't give anyone an ultimatum like that no too passionate. Don't ask someone to give up their career for you. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I think that's why. Do you want to like live in a box in an alley with them? Like, yeah. if you're not prepared to, <laughs> if you if you ask somebody to choose between you and their career, if they choose you, you need to be prepared for the like. Well, we're not going to have jobs. We're going to end up living in a box in an alley somewhere scenario. But it's also like a valid argument of like I don't feel like I'm important enough than your career but also i think that's why Lindsay and kelly's relationship really flourished and they got married because they were both in the same boat they're on the same team their passions both align so what do you guys think about the, the plot the setting was there a plot there was a plot i it was it this uh it's fluffy that this the story is all fluff, um, and it was cute. Yeah, I thought it was. I I don't think I've ever really been into like stories about babies <laughs> and like just the like jovialness yeah. of being married and having kids. And um, but it was yeah, it was a really, it was very fluffy. And it was a really nice read, just to like uplifting. Um, but setting was, you know, Portland area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Was the plot <laughs> just um, them revealing the pregnancy news? That's it. That's that's what happened. It was Kelly found out she was pregnant and wanted to tell her wife, and then did. Did. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, think what Kelly did was okay? No. Well, I mean, I can see where she's coming from after, like, having all those unsuccessful pregnancies. Uh-huh. 
like you want to be sure before you tell someone before like just in case it doesn't work out but then that also insinuates there's an issue of like not leaning on your partner enough or trusting them yeah with that kind of news yeah because I would I would be insulted if my partner was pregnant and they didn't tell me the minute they found out like even if it they're unable to carry it to term. Yeah. Like there's a difference between not telling like your parents or like your friends yeah. until like the first trimester is over and not telling your spouse. Like, yeah. like, yeah, even if there is a miscarriage or something like that is devastating and you need each other to lean on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the reason you're married is because you made that choice to be a unit together. And when Kelly didn't tell her, I thought that wasn't very cool. I I would have been yeah. very offended if I was her partner. But her partner's like, in a the, weird... I get the fear. Yeah, her partner's in a weird position because she just kind of has to forgive her. Because, I mean... Yeah. And the, she's going to have a baby. <laughs> yeah (laughs) but that's still like a very not cool thing to do and that would personally give me warning bells about somebody if they didn't feel like like they could tell me that yeah i get like the the anxiety and the fear and everything like it's nerve-wracking to actually say it but you gotta do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you gotta buck up communication is key honesty is key yeah for a thriving relationship. Pro tips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if if they had been in this relationship for long enough, it, it definitely should have been a conversation that both of them should have had. I mean, if they were trying, then mm-hmm. why keep it a secret? Yeah. What do you feel? What are your thoughts on the characters of Kelly and Lindsay? I mean, I think we kind of also just touched up on that. But... Kelly was a little bit frustrating. I really like Lindsay. I think she was just kind of an adorable character. Um, Why was Kelly frustrating? Well, because of the reasons of, like, she wasn't forthcoming with the information about doing one more treatment of IVF and holding out on that news for about 15 weeks whenever she found out that she was pregnant. Um, like, because you want her to be like, like, you're in this relationship, you're married. Mm-hmm. You still want to, like, be this strong person that doesn't want to hurt the other character, your your wife. Um, uh, no. My brain this whole time has been pregante. <laughs> Pergante. What? Pergonant. A foreign am concept. I pre- am I pregam? Pregant? Pregonante. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> How was writing? I think it was too long. It was fine. Yeah, it was a little too long winded, but. I feel like it could have yeah, been was- shorter. Like, yeah, I feel they, like it could condense, at least in that first chapter. Yeah, like, I mean, I think Kelly's inner monologue was very romantic. 
but I think she kind of went on talking about that other guy like a little too much. <laughs> like, I think that could have been condensed into like two sentences, maybe. And I was like, yeah, we get the idea. He was, he was the catalyst that allowed the opportunity for your relationship to develop and flourish. Um, yeah. And then you could have focused a, a little more on the slice of lifey between those two. Between yeah. Kelly and Lindsay. Yeah, they, she, I mean, she did dedicate the whole story to the man who let her go. Yeah. But it was just, it was long-winded. And I mean. Like, okay, I get it. I mean, even if the story's dedicated to them, you can make that dedication in a line or two and then just focus on the results of it. Yeah. 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 I wish they'd, like, put a name with this, like, faceless. It was David Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. No, it wasn't David Beckham, guys. It was just random businessman, it seemed like. Just a random... Random man number one. (laughs) Random man number one, yeah. Auditions open next week. So, how well do they stick to the fandom? I don't know, Ollie. How well do they stick to the fandom? Wow. <laughs> They're real people. They are real people. They are not fictional. So, can't... Didn't we find out during our first recording that uh, Kelly is actually gay? One of them yeah. is. One of them is gay. I, I don't know Kelly. which one. I think, I, I think it was Kelly and then Lindsay. We don't know anything about, really. Which may have sparked the author's story of, like, this chick's gay. I wish this other chick was gay so they could be together. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure Lindsay's the one where it's, like, no real public information is available about her. Because it's really none yeah. of our business. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Which, which is... One of the reasons why I think that real person fan fiction is so weird. So, no, agreed. So, while you were reading this story, did you think about them? Is there like these are real soccer players, or did you just think about them as a chick named Kelly who happens to be a soccer player and a chick named Lindsay who happens to be a soccer player? I was definitely just thinking the latter, yeah. 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 It was easier for me to disconnect with this story than it was from the previous story for some reason. Oh. oh. I don't know why. I think because but. they didn't really focus too much on the characters, but the story. They didn't focus they, on their, like, careers. No. Yeah. It was, you it was just very personal and emotional. And you didn't need already, the context clues. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was it a conscious effort to not think about them as actual people? Or were you just able to just slip into that? alternate thought i was able to just do it do you think it was because we had last week's story to kind of start desensitizing you maybe maybe it's because this is the second one that we read because once you once you are able to get through your first rp fic (laughs) (laughs) you become desensitized to all of it that's kind of how i got the floodgates are open the floodgates are open like the first couple of RP fix, I'm like, Arr. and then I'm like, oh, I, I can totally just differentiate that from the real person because these people are just 
even like famous people, the version of themselves that they even present to the public is like a character of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, this is just this is just a character, and this has nothing to do with that real person in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> and no one should misconstrue it as any of these characters being the actual real life people that they represent. Disclaimer. <laughs> Heavy disclaimer. <laughs> Heavy Don't be mad disclaimer. at <laughs> Um, I did like, I, this is, I think, maybe my second, but like the first real fan fiction I've read that was two women as like a lesbian uh, established couple, which is, because I like, I, I primarily read a lot of stories that have to do with two men. And mm-hmm. I think that's like, as someone who's straight, who likes men, it's easier to read about, you know, two guys. But like for two women, I was just like, oh, I was pleasant. I pleasantly like this story. Yeah, I like, yeah. I I read all of the couples and the non-couples. Um, there There isn't as much lesbian fan fiction as there is no. gay fan fiction on the internet, which is unfortunate because I think female couples can have very dynamic and interesting relationships that you can write stories about. And I like that in this story because uh, feminine um, minded individuals or female individuals, not even female, just like more feminine quote unquote, traditional minded individuals are like a little more in touch with their emotions. So you have like more of an opportunity to connect with them have you guys like read gay versus lesbian fan fiction and like seen a difference in how the couples are presented or how they communicate? It's definitely um, depends on who's writing it. That's true. Cause you can tell when something is written that like a let writer, like a writer understands. I do- clearly haven't read a lot of like lesbian uh, fiction, but I will say for um, gay fiction, they, it's really hard to find just like a straight up fluffy uh, piece of work. Usually, kind of dips into that mature content very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's funny. That's what I was I was about to say. That like when you're scrolling through your fan fiction, your fandom of choice, it's all straight couples or gay couples. There, are, yeah, I've not seen. You don't see a lot of lesbian fanfics. But when you do, like, I've noticed that, yeah, the straight and the gay fics are a lot more explicitly sexual. And the lesbian fics are more, like... They're more, like, emotional and... We're, like, we're cute. And, yeah, we're, like, emotionally finding each other. Yeah. Like, and maybe there's some, like, sexual stuff thrown in there, too. But it's not focused on it. It's more focused on the actual foundation of the relationship. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And that's something that I do enjoy about lesbian romances. Like, it seems like the writers that contribute to that, I don't know, to that relationship orientation come up with more stories of that type. There's probably still definitely some raunchy stuff out there. It's just more of it. Oh, yeah. Is... (laughs) is more um, interesting. Poppy, have you read any like Hermione Luna Lovegood stuff? Cause that seems like, 
not Hermione Luna. That's not a pairing that I don't think I've ever heard of. Really? Um, it's it's normally Ginny Weasley and Luna Lovegood that are paired together. And I love them. They're so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't read any Ginny yeah. uh, Luna Lovegood. I did read a couple of Hermione Luna Lovegoods, though. That was like early, early oh. in the Harry Potter fandom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have not. I but but Ginny and before. Luna probably like pushed out in the end is like the top couple. That was like years yeah. ago. I'll have to check yeah, that out. I didn't even think about Ginny and Luna together. Yeah, the two main, like, in Harry Potter anyways, the two main, uh, like, lesbian relationships that I personally hear about are Jenny and Luna and Lavender and Parvati. Um, oh, okay. Or, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I love both Isn't of Isn't Parvati, so aren't those, isn't she a twin? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're the twins that Harry and Ron took to the Yule Ball. And I, I thought so. I'm like, I think... Greatly, <laughs> greatly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, they were the worst. Well, not not the girls. Harry and Ron were the worst dates for those girls, and they deserved much better. Yeah. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to check out... I'll have to check out both of those couples. Because that second one's kind of random. Like, those are very secondary characters. <laughs> They're very secondary can- characters, but in the books, they're portrayed, they're, they're best friends in the books. Oh, okay. Okay. So, it makes sense. It's like, um, Seamus Finnegan and Dean Thomas. They're best friends and people ship them together. In this okay. <laughs> I also ship them together. Of course you do. <laughs> of course I do. Well. <laughs> yeah, we anyway. <laughs> I was just curious about the Harry Potter world since Poppy's an expert in that. Just you wait until we get to Harry Potter. If we ever get to Harry Potter. (laughs) Maybe one day. One of these days. Mm -hmm. I I will be talking. Oh, whoops. I just knocked something over. Oh, no. She got so excited. She's throwing things around. (laughs) (laughs) Just at the concept of, of talking about Harry Potter on this podcast. Okay. Anyway. That's not what this month is about. No. If if you guys forgot, we're talking about... RP sports fix. <laughs> yes. But any other any other things to bring up before we go one through the comments? I don't know. I feel like this was kind of a not I wouldn't say bland, but it was just a very quick story. Not much happened. A few things happened. But not too much to <laughs> build up on. Yeah, I um, mean it was sweet, but yeah, not not much really went on. It was just kind of like an inner monologue with her yeah. plan for how to soften the blow of not telling her partner that she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on to the comments. Yep, yep. I think there's most of all of them are just praises of, um, of this story, but... Um, Emma, 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 
I like imagining Kelly refusing to give into morning sickness. So, so happy there's a second part to this, and I'm looking forward to it. And then Aries 0406E's. You once again never fail to impress me. You are a true wordsmith and eloquent in your words and description and attention to details. I get lost in your writing and I love it. This is remarkable and I still look forward to chapter two. So glad you decided to make this a two-parter. Thank you as always. And then on chapter two, um, 6F112 said, oh my goodness, I didn't think it was possible for me to like gender reveals, but you did it. This was so cute. Please do a part three with the birth and first few days, then a part four with the little guy wearing a horn jersey. My heart. A lot uh, of requests I, there. That's a lot of requests. Yeah, a lot of requests for for a part three. Um, uh, which, I mean, sure, but I just, I personally think that this could have just been a one shot. And a one uh, one and done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one, 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 and done. Yeah, said just sitting here crying a little. Dot, dot, dot. That's fair. <laughs> I can understand. Yeah, it was very cute. It was very like it was cute. Fakingly cute. And if if yeah. you knew the fandom, and if you, yeah. yeah, if you're more involved in it, I'm sure you could just sit there and be like, "Yep, yep, there, there it is. There's the tears. Super cute." Yeah. Alrighty, so let's go on to rating this story with our little footballs. Um, <laughs> I that sounds like a euphemism for something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I am gonna rate this story a. Solid three. Um, I thought it was really cute. I love, like, the majority of fan fictions I read are fluffy stories similar to this. So this is kind of up my alley. Um, I like the characters. I did think it could have been condensed a little bit, at least in the first chapter, and maybe it made this a one-shot. Um, and, I mean, it was just a cute story and I don't read enough stories like this and it kind of sparks a new interest in me to read more um, like this story and it was pretty well written for the most part um, so yeah I give it a, a solid three football soccer balls since this is America in America set in America in Portland I think I would rate this story probably like a 2.5 two and a half soccer balls out of five. Um, I, I, I liked it. I liked that I was able to connect with the characters more in this than in um, T-Stand's pick last week. There was a little more vulnerability and a little more reasoning behind the characters' yeah. actions that allowed me to connect with what they were doing. Like, even with Kelly, even though I wasn't crazy about her motives for not telling her partner, I was able to see her inner monologue working through why she couldn't tell her, and I could understand where she was coming from, um, which is something that the previous author last week didn't take the time to go through like this author did. Um but I wasn't, like, wowed by it. I think this is, like, a good middle-of-the-road fanfic. So two and a half out of five, just right in the middle of the scale. I will go. I think I'm going to give it a three. Three out of five. 
Um, because God knows, at least the fandoms I'm in, and this is a this is a choice I have made in my life, so all my fault. Don't get enough lesbians. No Not fandom me. ever has enough lesbians. Not nearly enough. We always, we um, always need more lesbians. Exactly. So this lovely breath of fresh air, it was sweet, it was well written. Um I mean it's still still a little long and the characters themselves bothered me because I feel like you should tell your partner when you're pregnant unless it's like a not safe environment. Yeah. Um I feel like the reasoning for hiding that information was not great. It was human, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, three out of five footballs. I also give this three out of five for like all the reasons you guys said. Uh, <laughs> like, like I just agree. Like, yes, it was a little bit too long, but yay lesbians! Yay lesbians! Thank you for listening to the fan fiction book club. Our pick this week was To the Man Who Let Her Go by Why Do I Write? You can find the story and more of the author's work on Archive of Our Own. Theme song is Funkorama by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music on competech.filmmusic.io slash artist slash Kevin McLeod. The works discussed on the fanfiction book club are not our own. All characters mentioned belong to their own original authors. Until next week. Bye. 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 Bye.